Peace and love, family. What's going on? It is your boy, Mario Quinn, and we are here at Level Up Studios with yet another Level Up podcast. Actually, this is episode 20, and I must say, as always, I'm very, very uh, excited and humbled to uh, have my uh, very special guest on the show today. Uh, and for everyone watching this live um, and everyone listening to this uh, podcast, uh, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Uh, but without further ado, I would like to uh, introduce our guest. I actually just met this uh, fella maybe a week ago, not even. Um, just kind of was like, yo, my boy was like, yo, you need to meet this dude. You know what I'm saying? He does dope shit. I think y'all would connect. Um, I think he would love what Level Up is doing. And so uh, we decided to have him on the show um, and, and make it happen. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to uh, introduce uh, Marcus Glover. How you feeling today, brother? I'm great. Appreciate you. Uh, shout out to... The whole 412 Pittsburgh. Yes, 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 412. And, um, you know, Level Up Studios. Uh, I'm uh, I'm glad to be here today Absolutely. and uh, ready to get into this interview. Absolutely. Now, I know we normally start the podcast at 8 o'clock, uh, but I was a little under the weather, um, and I, I knew you couldn't get here um, until uh, 9 o'clock. Um, and so were you were you working? Were you just busy? Like, I what actually, was uh, I... Um, um, enrolled in a real estate class right now okay. so you know we'll get into a little bit of that okay. but uh you know i was just i'm just running okay grinding and hustling every day okay i know? love it i love it i just i didn't know if there was like some special thing or crazy uh, story <laughs> that happened that you were like look i got i can't get there till nine because i gotta you know do this i gotta do that i gotta fix the thing um dope so let's just start off with uh letting people know who you uh who you are where you're from um and kind of talking a little bit about what it is that you do um to everybody out there, I'm I'm Marcus Glover, like you said, um, born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. So I'm a, a Pennsylvania guy. Um, at a young age, moved to Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Alaska. Um, yeah, I was in Alaska. Um, oh, spent a lot of my childhood there. So, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of my childhood there, I was bouncing back and forth from there in Philly. Mm -hmm. um, speed up to now. Um, you know, I'm really, uh, you know, a dedicated, you know, a motivational speaker. Okay. Uh, I have my first book coming out this year with my mom. Okay. So that's that's pretty. Is this dope. a physical book? This is not like an ebook or anything like that. Uh, we're gonna have it in all. We're gonna have an ebook. We're gonna have a physical paper, uh, paperback. Dope. We're also gonna have even um, audio. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you know, working on that. Um, it's a lot going on. Working on that. You know, the real estate. Uh, my big my big dream with real estate is to really uh, uh open up you know get in the commercial field open up uh recreation center mm -hmm. and uh the biggest goal is to have an entrepreneur school okay uh, back in philly uh also in anchorage alaska i want to give back to there because i spent a lot of time up there right and um 
you know, it's a lot going on. You know, we're working on a chil- children's series, children books. So mm-hmm. I'm big in inspiration and motivating and just want to give our people hope. Mm-hmm. Dope, um, you know. So how how long uh, did you live in Alaska? Was that like for a good chunk of like your uh, earlier? So I moved to Alaska at about three, three okay. or four. And I was there till I was like 10 or 11. Oh, wow. But I was, you know, bouncing back and forth. I would come back to Philly in the summers. Okay. But I spent the chuck of my childhood up there. Now, were uh, you in the area where it's like 30 days a night or something like that? <laughs> 30 days a so, day. <laughs> Did you have to experience that? It's actually six months. What? So. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, family? He said it's six. What the? So. Holy shit. In the winter. You get about six months of darkness, and then the summertime, six months of light. So it's like this. So this time of year, it's getting to the point in about uh, mid-March, it's going to change. But, like, from September till about, you know, February, early March, mm. it gets dark around 3, 4 p.m. Wow. Yep. Oh, so it's not dark all day. No, it's just no, like it gets no. dark earlier. It's longer darkness. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's I not, was confused. It's not, movie, it's that one vampire movie had me confused. <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's dark all day, boy. That shit but it's crazy because summertime, it doesn't get dark till about four in the morning. What? And only for about an hour. So you can be on the steps chilling. Right. Three, four in the morning. <laughs> right. And then you're like, oh, man, it's tough a bit. One hour. Yo, man, I'm up. Like, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, so it, it, is, it is a different experience. Right. And um, growing up, you know, living there and then bouncing back and forth from mm-hmm. there to Philly, I was teased a lot because mm-hmm. how I talked and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, uh, all my family's from Philly. Right. Most of them never left this city, so mm-hmm. they're like, you live in Alaska, you live in the igloo. Right. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? So, seriously, all of that, it's, you know, is there black people it's up actually, there? Isn't it warm in Alaska? At, 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 in in the summer, it, there's like beaches. I saw that there was beaches up yeah, there Yeah, I went, Um, I grew up fishing. Mm-hmm. I grew up... Uh, going you know in a tube and stuff like I, I i experienced so much that right now that i look back i'm mm-hmm. so blessed right, right and um i was able to be around you know in philadelphia it's, it's either you know most of the city the inner city is either black mm-hmm. uh hispanic mm-hmm. you have certain areas where it's you know more caucasian but growing up in philly if you're in that black neighborhood you that's all you're used right, to is right. seeing black right. so uh a part of you know my story, and I feel like um, I can kind of relate to everybody mm-hmm. because I lived you know in poverty. I mm-hmm. lived in a middle class area. I lived in so many different uh, backgrounds that I can I can just relate to a lot of different people. And like I said, growing up, I was teased by my cousins, but mm-hmm. now I really feel like my insight and my perspective on right. certain things it gives me. Uh, I can really relate and mm-hmm. inspire so many different types of people. Right. It gives you an edge. I mean, I think like you should, that is a, a great tool to have is to be able to be ad, uh, adaptive and be able to like speak and talk and relate to, you know, d- different races and different, you know, genders, et cetera. So, I mean, I could see that being a, a very powerful resource um, for you. So that's really dope. Um, so you said you moved up there, you came, you would go back and forth until the age of 10. So at 10, were you just back in Philly and that was it? Actually, it was probably, I think it was about 11 or 12. Okay. I came back to Philly and it was, um, I was just back. Okay. I didn't go back. Um, a lot of stuff we went through in Alaska, it was, uh, you know, I was getting to that age where my mom couldn't control me. Mm-hmm. You need to go oh, live yeah. with your dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Started my dad, had, and yeah. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, ain't yeah. no whoopings over here. Yeah, I can't, even, I can't even whoop him. Right, you right. know what I mean? So, right, right. you know, I moved, um, 
I actually moved in with my dad in Delaware mm. when I seventh grade summer. Stayed stayed in Delaware for about two years, but Delaware's right there close mm-hmm. to Philly, so right. I was in Philly on school night, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But um, after uh, ninth tenth grade year, I was prominently in Philly, but I was back on the East Coast probably at like twelve. Okay, dope, dope. So now, fast forward. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't even know how old you are. I never asked. Um, I don't think we talked about that. I, I, I'm thirty two. I'll be thirty three in uh, like what less than ten days. Wow. In 10 days, I'll be 33. I'm in my Jesus year. I'm out here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, fast forward to now, uh, what was the trajectory like from, you know, high school, I guess, going into uh, maybe college, if you did that, into where you are now? How, oh, how does that look? So just give us a, a, a summary of what, of what that looked like. High school, it was just basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, playing basketball was just like, you know, what kind of like growing up it was like you're gonna get a scholarship playing a sport that's how you're gonna get your college taken care of and stuff so all my friends we just were basketball junkies that's all we did every day we was dedicated um i switched a bunch of schools okay trying to find the best fit for basketball um got to that 12th grade year where um it was looking it was going downhill from Mm. downhill for me um but I feel like I'm a stubborn person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just wouldn't give up my dream. You know, my dream and like everybody else across the world was to play in the NBA, right, yeah, right. go Division One. So <laughs> I, I never got taller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so pretty much what happened to me was, um, you know, senior year, I was really, you know, probably after I was like 14, 15, I was really on my own. You know, just make, giving it a quick summary. Um, you know, I was living with my friends mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know what was what was gonna be next. You know we was getting in trouble. Right. You know uh, it was that age where like you know I'm not asking my grandparents for no money. Right. Right. I'm you gonna get I mean? through this. Yeah. So I had to you know figure <laughs> right, it out right, on my right. own. So um, getting in trouble and stuff like that. And uh, when I graduated, my mom was living in Phoenix. Wow. So it was either like I pretty much you know be in the streets of Philly and mm. get swallowed up, or you know. Uh, Go live with her. Mm-hmm. So senior year, I didn't have any scholarships. I went out to Phoenix. I was working um, at Amazon like ten hour shifts every oh, day. Wow. I was. I had a couple jobs. Amazon, Safeway, you name it. Wow. Uh, I was just grinding, you so, know, trying to help my mom out. Okay. Um, but I didn't give up basketball yet. So um, I ended up going to a prep school the next year, where. You know, that's like a year uh, after high school where, like, you know, a lot of people. Just like college prep yeah, or whatever. Yeah, college right, prep right, or whatever. Right. People are still trying to chase that dream. Mm-hmm. Um, went there, came out of there, didn't. Um, still, nothing happened for me. I did well, nothing happened for me. Gained a lot of friendships. Um, after that, um, I ended up moving back to mm. PA. And uh, probably the, the thing that changed my life was uh, it was a basketball game, went wrong. Got into a fight afterwards. Got locked up. Oh no! Uh, and how old were you around about 21, this? Twenty-one, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, at this time, um, I was at uh, Hager Hagerstown Junior College. I had got in there with one of my buddies. Mm-hmm, it didn't mm-hmm. work out, and that's when I had came back home, and it was just like, "What am I going to do next?" And mm-hmm. that's when I, you know, got in trouble. Um, that changed my life. Um something from a, a a little fight 
and some stolen phones turned into mm. jail time and a felony on my record. That's crazy. So um, coming out of jail was just like, you got to get your life together. Right, absolutely. Um, I didn't do any time, but the area I was at was really racist, mm. and they just wanted to slap anything on our record mm. where we had got in trouble at. And after that, you know, my, my, my eyes just opened up. After that, I got into um, another school called mm-hmm. Manor. I got my act together. Right. And during this whole process, I was still grinding, like working out, right. still trying to play basketball. I right. wouldn't give it up, right. even though I'm two years out of college. Wow. So I ended up going to Manor. I got a, uh, <coughs> um, after everything happened with my course and stuff, I got an opportunity to go there, got a scholarship. It was another JUCO. Okay. Changed my whole aspect. I just was grinding and had great grades. I ended up getting like ten or eleven Division two scholarships. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, for basketball. Right, right, nice. So, so a lot of people think I'm crazy, but mm-hmm. this is just my mindset. So, like I said, coming into the whole thing, it was for me. It was you. It's like you win or go home. My mm-hmm. whole dream was to go to high school, get a Division one scholarship, play in the NBA. I had about ten Division two scholarships, but I was like, "Listen, I'm not happy right. unless like, I this, get the one yeah, I this, want." This right, is what right, I wanted, right, right. and I was getting full rides. So right, family people like you crazy. Why don't you want to do this? Blah blah blah. Right. So, um, ended up, you know, long story short, not taking none of them, and I ended up going to Temple mm. for uh, just business. After that, okay, went there for a semester, but that bill. Right, <laughs> just, bro. I still that, owe my student loans. Boy. That bill <laughs> was crazy. So you know, oh, fast man. forward and getting closer to where we at now. Mm. Um, uh, got a little knowledge from business, but I knew like I couldn't go back to school because um, of the money. Like I right. think I, I think they wanted me to pay like ten thousand to come back the next semester, and I was That's just like, crazy. I've like, you have to put did, it down. Yeah, like, there's down. No... Like my Pell Grant and stuff like that right. paid for a certain amount, but they wanted. You rest. had to. They were like, "We're gonna need that money." Yeah. So <laughs> it was over for that. So it was right. like, "Listen, you gotta make something happen." So, um, my best friend, he had a clothing brand called Beyond Blessed. Okay. And you know, I called him. You know, I called him one day, and I had a crazy dream about, uh, you know, things that, uh, I was seeing that the brand could do. I, I mm. was really behind the message. Beyond Blessed, we all, you know, we're blessed to just be here the right. next day. Right. So I just decided to um get on board with him. Mm. And, um, you know, started networking and uh, we started developing relationships with different schools mm-hmm. and churches and stuff like that. And I started speaking. And before this, I never I was always a quiet guy. Like, right, right. I, even when I play basketball, when I would get interviewed by the reporter, I want to be in the back. Like, yeah. I, I never was. But yeah, I shot this. I shot the shot. You know, and you crossed and uh, went up and you know, yeah, lay up so, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so like, you know, I'm just like, I guess, growing into myself now okay. and. I just, uh, you know, fell in love with going to the schools and talking to the kids and speaking and, um, you know, seeing that after, you know, I talked to these kids, they're writing me and hitting me up on social media Mm. and stuff like, listen, like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I I want to, like, they're looking up to me and I'm telling them my story. You know, I've been in trouble. I've been through a lot of stuff y'all kids going through and like, I just, you know, I love people. So I just fell in love with that. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, fast forward, you know, that's just kind of where I'm at now. Okay. Um, I built a lot of relationships with different schools and programs and stuff like that, and uh, you know. So now, are you are you still working with that brand? So like, how where where is that brand? I see you got the hat on. I was like, oh, I, I yeah, see that. I see yeah. that. At, um, right now, I'm not working with the brand. Okay. Um, but you know, any in any way I can still support the brand, okay. I will do that. You know. But um, that kind of was like the. 
that one thing you kind of needed to make you realize like the, wow yeah. this is what i'm passionate about this is what i want to do That's okay crazy. great so like what is um do you have like uh do you have like a a, a brand of your own or like a you know what i mean like something that uh, you that like people know like oh, okay marcus glover this well, a lot of people back home, they know me from being with Beyond Blessed. Mm-hmm. They know that me and um, Jaquan Cook, the owner, we grew up together, mm-hmm. uh, been friends for a long time. So um, me speaking on behalf of that, I'm, that's what I, I would say I'm known for a lot with that. But mm-hmm. um, pretty much a lot of people respect just how um, I want to uh, influence and, and motivate people, to, you know, give them hope. Right. Um, most of my friends, you know, they... <coughs> They uh, say that when they're around me, they get motivated to just keep pursuing just, their right. dreams and stuff like that. And that's that's what, you know, pushes me each day to see that uh, the energy I bring mm-hmm. affects people in my circle and it makes them hungrier. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because we all need that. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's days you wake up, you don't want to do it. But those are the days where you got to dig deep. And, um, you know, I would say now... Uh, a lot of people, and this is the first time I'm really opening up about that, a lot mm-hmm. of people don't know that I'm writing my own book. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to do that. The deep thing about it is I'm collabing with my mom. Right. So is it is it a uh, like an autobiography, or like what's the, um, the theme of, of the book? The book is going to be called Impact, right? Okay. And it's really just to inspire people. And like I was, that's why I brought up the whole thing about Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, because of my background everywhere I've lived, I can kind of touch different demographics mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. because just because you know I, I I understand the struggle being in North uh, I mean being in uh, inner city uh, Philadelphia you mm-hmm. know I'm from uh, Germantown uh, we call it uptown mm-hmm. I, most of my friends from North Philly you know West Philly but then I also can relate to the kids that grew up in the suburbs and the surrounding areas mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the book is just touching everybody and pretty much giving a perspective that you know. We all go through similar things everywhere, right. and just trying to inspire people to just keep pushing. Okay, you know, and it, what's so deep about it is my mom uh, is having heart issues right now, mm. and um, I actually spent the whole month of August out there, you know, trying to take care of her, be there for her, moral support. But her heart is on twenty percent right now, and she's mm. giving her all of this book, so she's gonna touch so many right. uh, women's, especially. You mm-hmm. know, she she raised us all as a single parent. Right. Me and my four other siblings. Um, so, you know, it's it's gonna be deep, man. It's it's it's, no, it's, it's gonna really impact people. That's definitely powerful, man. Definitely, you know, with writing it with your mom and I'm you know, sorry to hear hear that as well. Um, you know, so I appreciate you sharing that. Um, that's deep. That's deep. That's that's definitely gonna be dope. Um, really excited about that. So what what would you say um, you know, you say you're, you love people, you want to impact people, but, um, beyond that, beyond like what you went through with getting in trouble, um, working with your friend and, and that brand, um, what would you say beyond those things is your like number one, like inspiration, that thing that like that thing in your head, like when you, you know, you get up and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this today. You know, like, what is that thing that keeps you going? I just want to be an example to others of like, you know, nowadays when you get on social media, everybody puts on there what people want to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of false advertisement that, mm-hmm. oh, that person's life is 
this. Like, Excellent I want work. I want to show people with my life. That's why I'm even bringing up these things that um, I'm still in the mud. Right. I'm still going through. Like, I'm still uh, the stuff I speak about on my YouTube channel and stuff is not just me trying to preach to other people. No, mm-hmm. this is stuff I'm going through. Mm-hmm. So, like, my my uh, motivation is you know waking up. Other than like you know just my love to you know for people like uh, I'm I'm a very I'm a very I would just say I think my drive separates me. Mm. My drive. Once I put my mind to something, right. um, I like to write my goals down mm-hmm. and I'll execute it. And it might be weird, but I kind of embrace trials and tribulations. Uh, that's the fun part about it. Like I like. All right. So what makes like for example, level up fun for me is when like I got that like burning feeling in my stomach when I'm like shit. We gotta hurry up and get this grant done. We gotta hurry up and do this. Like you know what I mean? We got this many events. Like how are we gonna do this? Oh my god, I got a speaking engagement. What am I gonna even say? Like I like that excitement. Like or where, where it's like some people are afraid to fail. Is like I'm I'm like yes, failure. that's what it is. Failure. That's what it is. I love. That's it. what it Let's is. Let's get it. That's what it you is. Know? And um, with basketball, so. I didn't even say that before I mm-hmm. uh, went to school at uh, Temple as just a full-time student. Right. I actually approached the the head basketball coach there to try to walk on, mm. and I got denied, right? And that opened up my thing of, like, because I was training to be a basketball player since I was five right, years old. Right. Like, this like, stuff takes years. Skills? Yeah, <laughs> like, that right there, like, got rid of that whole fear of failure. Mm. And for me, it's just, like, if I'm going to live my life, I'm going to live it knowing when it's all said and done, Listen, I I gave it my all. Right. Like I didn't. It wasn't. I'm not gonna be f- uh, fifty years old talking about I should have did this when mm-hmm. I was younger. No, I did it. Right. Even though I might have failed. Right. You know what I mean? It just made me stronger. So just, I I, I get going with adversity. Mm-hmm. I I guess because I always you know had to go through stuff right. all my life. But you know that's good for me right. if I want to. You know, I I feel like I just gotta embrace everything. Right. Because right. I, I've, I need you need it all to be a motivational speaker, right, and right. writing books and stuff like that. You have to, you have to have gone through something right, to be able right, to do it. Right, I fucks with it. Um, so what I I, I overheard you uh, mention your YouTube channel. Um, can you kind of break down um how you do your um your segments, or whatever? Um, is it just like the pop it on, boom, what's up, y'all? So or like, do you actually have like a, a program put together where it's like more formatted? So the YouTube and the Instagram. So I'm I have more followers and people that watch my Instagram stuff. My my YouTube channel is fairly new, probably like a month. Okay, well, can you let the people know what the YouTube channel is? Yeah, it's my name, Marcus Glover. At Marcus, it's a lot of Marcus Glovers too, mm. but <laughs> it's a picture of me on there. Okay. I'm like on a boat or something like that with a with a polo shirt. Yeah. Okay, on a boat with a polo shirt. Yeah, with a uh, button up. But um, in uh, my Instagram is a. Uh, what is it? Uh, Marcus Glover underscore twelve, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just my name. Um, but how how I how I do it is um, I'm trying to uh, work on having set days where like okay, I'll I'll go go live on a Monday and a Friday. But mm-hmm. at, honestly, right now it's just inspiration. Right. Like the other day, I was talking about um, uh, I was talking about uh not getting even with people mm, being and petty and whatnot yeah yeah, yeah so and and, and and yeah and being you know uh you know a lot of people we grew up i'm pretty sure you the same way mm-hmm. like you grew up where people was like treat them accordingly treat them how they treat you and it's like i was just discussing like you know one thing my mom taught me was 
the way you are, don't let how other people treat you change you to do, you know what I mean? That's a weak mind. Right, to like steep to their level. Yeah, so like if you're genuine and nice and friendly, not saying that you got to still be buddy-buddy with right. that person. Like, don't be bullied. You yeah, know, you know what I mean? But it's like if that person mean and nasty to, to you, be who you are. Don't right. let how somebody else treats you change how you treat others you mm, know what i mean that's interesting. Um, it's i actually had so i during the day i teach um i work for planned parenthood believe it or not so i teach wow. uh comprehensive sexuality education during the day um and one of the things that we really try to hone in on is outside of sex because like we can talk about body parts and all that but we really try to focus on how you treat people in particular like a partner right um and a lot of people you know you hear that treat people the way uh, you want to be treated. Uh, but one of the things that my, my supervisor said to me that I thought was really profound, she said, don't treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat them the way that they want to be treated. You know what I mean? Because that opens up the door to conversation. A lot of people don't talk. A lot of people don't ask, hey, what do you need? Like, mm -hmm. you know, how you feeling? How can I be a better friend? Like, you know what I mean? How can I make, you know, if it's someone you work with, hey, as a, as my client, like, what can I do to make this experience better for you like how do you want this right. to you know what i mean and so i think that kind of like around the same ballpark of uh, of ideas but I, I just thought that was interesting that you that you mentioned that, that was really dope. yeah because i just i look at it as a i'm real big on as long as i can look myself in the mirror every morning mm -hmm. i'm I'm okay with my with my circumstances right if i'm you know holding on to this anger what somebody else did to me and stuff like that that person could be sleeping well every night right and they did you wrong mm -hmm. but you sitting there holding on to unforgiveness and this and that and it's like you determine how you feel every day right i mean you at least have that start yeah. it's like that that first how how am i gonna synthesize what this what just happened to me or how this person just treated me how am i gonna take how am i synthesizing that how am i navigating that am i choosing to be upset and feel a certain type of way or am i choosing it to let it go in accept it for what it was and just let that shit go Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I watched. Uh, it was dope. I watched a um, a po uh, well not a podcast. Dame Dash was getting uh, interviewed, and he just kept talking about perspective, mm. and that really set set in my mind because it all life all is really it's all perspective. Right. He talked about how his mom died when he was sixteen, mm. and he said. You can look at it two ways, you know. You can wallow in your 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 pity and what you've gone through and stuff like that, or you can use it as motivation and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know, it's all perspective. He said, you know, if my mom wouldn't have died, because all that's all he had. Mm -hmm. He said, you, there might not be a Dame Dash because mm -hmm. he had to muscle the strength to make it happen and right. do what his mom taught him. His, he said his mom taught him always to um, never depend on anybody. Mm -hmm. So that gave him them entrepreneur skills. So it's like, it's all perspective. And like, for me, it's like, um, the things I go through every day, I try to just embrace everything because even bad friendships and uh, me going to jail, certain mm -hmm. things, I'm able to talk to people about these things because I went through them. Right. So it's like, you know, it's all a part of the journey. I fucks with it, man. That's dope, man. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Anybody who, uh, do we got anybody on here? I don't know. We might have a couple people, but uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, sure. Right now, we're uh, interviewing uh, Marcus uh, Glover. He's a motivational speaker, entrepreneur. I would say serial entrepreneur because he likes to do a lot of things. And, uh, <laughs> you know, definitely a profound brother, man. Uh, appreciate y'all. Yeah, man. Definitely appreciate you. Um, well, I guess I want to get into some of the lighter stuff. Um, so, 
I always ask this question. This is just something that, uh, you know, just just to show the human side of everyone, like really get human. Um, so my question, my next question is, uh, Marcus, what is your um, your number one no no? Like this, that one thing where you just like, not today, I can't do that. Or like, even and don't think of it like, oh, I hate it when people look at me weird. Like for me, my number one no no is stepping on anything, whether I got shoes or no shoes, stepping on anything that's like mushy or like gooey. Like I, bro, I swear if I, because one time I stepped on a dead bird, bro, and it and it changed my life, like. And I was like, never again. Like, I don't trust anything. I, I could be walking, like, focus. I'm like, I'm getting to where I got to go. Step on something, jump immediately, midair. Look down on my, oh, it's just a leaf. And keep it moving. But that's my biggest no-no. I just can't, ugh. ugh. Hmm. Or uh, scratching metal sounds. Oh, it goes through me. Number one no-no. But it, it, could, it could be more literal. It could be like, yo, I don't like, you know, the way people treat people. Or you know what I mean? If, if you can't think of nothing, that's like... That grosses you out or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I really, it's a, it's wow, that's a good question. Thank um, you. my number one no no probably would be that's kind of broad. I was gonna say like I'm big on like respect. I mean, no, um, that's cool. Respect um, is important. It's very important. Yeah, like um. In what context, though? Do you mean, like, if you walking down the street and you at the store and you see a little kid cussing up the clerk or something, something like that, you like, because I, I don't like that either. I'm going to do something more, more simple. Okay. That's kind of a broad. <laughs> um, pro- probably, man, um, I, I really, like, when it's funny. When females talk about, like, um, they're, like, uh, cycles and stuff around us, which mm. you know what I'm talking mm. about. I know all about it. I teach about I it. I get, I get like queasy, like really? with blood <laughs> and stuff. Like seriously, <laughs> seriously, I'm like, yo, chill, don't. Talk. Right, like, that's right. something no, that gets resp- my stomach. Bro, like, I, I, I don't want to hear it. it. Yes, I respect it. Uh, it like, you want to know why? You want to know why? And a lot of people are probably like, why are you right. talking about people? Females. Right. Listen, I got four sisters. Uh, okay, I so grew you... up in a, I grew up in a household with my mom, my grandmother. At t- at times she stayed with us. My my uh, two little sisters. Mm-hmm. No, my yeah, my two little sisters. My older sister, uh, my aunts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it was always me around women growing right. up. So like that always was like, let me get he out. Was of like, the I don't know. And and two, I think like we're taught like part of society is like we're taught to like not understand what's really going on. We're just taught like that's it's gross and you shouldn't know anything about it. But it's like when you actually educate yourself about it, it's actually. What's what's happening is that their uterus is cleaning itself out because they didn't have a baby. There you go. It's oh. really not that bad. Like, <laughs> it's really not that bad. It's like, yo, the egg. You know what I mean? You ain't no, right ain't no, anyway. ain't no sperm. The walls build up. All it is is tissue and some blood in order to hold what would be a baby into place. But if there's no baby, it's like, oh, clean it out. So it's actually very healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> but it, and it happens every month. Every month. Uh, next question. But, uh, <laughs> I think I grossed them out, family. I don't know. Can you tell? Uh, but no, thank you for that. Um, all right. So uh, I guess I guess I, what I really want to know is like you got this book coming out. Um, it's called Impact, correct? Yeah, and it's going to be a book and I'm writing a screenplay to it. So Oh, you're doing He's yeah. making major moves. So are you 
do you have a definitive date a release date for it or are you is, is that still up in there i another thing i'm learning is patience right. so like um we're getting ready to get into the editing phase okay uh, i found somebody to do the cover um we're going to do the first book straight from the muscle. Okay. I know a lot of people usually get publishers, but I feel like I I, uh, I won't bet on myself. Right. And I mean, and if, if you have your, it's was, was crazy because I was just talking about this. We just started a record label and we were talking about whether we, if we want to go like the regular distribution uh, route with like our music, like, you know, Spotify, Tidal, all that stuff, iTunes. And someone was like, why don't we just put up our own website and say our album's only available on our website. Download it straight from us. Nipsey, shout out to Nipsey Hussle you know for, I mean? for for doing for doing his how he did his. Like you know what I'm saying? he waited his turn. So it might take years, right. but I'm willing to. Right. You know what I mean? Because um, you want that. I want all that money for real, for real. So that's just that made me think of that. Like, like maybe you could put that shit out on your own platform. Where it's like you can only get the ebook or the audio book or order these John's physical through me. Yeah. Like, so like, I have already a couple of networking schemes that I wanna I wanna put in place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Somebody might steal it, but I don't care. But um, I kind of want to, with the book, I kind of want to incorporate it with, uh, number, especially in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Anchorage, and hopefully even out here. Like, I want to talk to the school district mm-hmm. and kind of make it a, a must-read for for the kids. Okay. Give them a couple books for them to check it out first. But, mm-hmm. like, it's it's to motivate people. So, like, right. you know, and, I, I and want it to be kind of in the school uh, districts with that. I'm thinking about it doing it like that that way. Um uh and you know with the uh the movie part like I'm I'm just like I believe that you know I, when I go out California, you know what I mean? I have connections and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I might bump into you know what I mean? my cousin lives in West Hollywood so okay. I I, I want to go out there and just network and you know just bet on myself. Right, right, I, right. I I feel like a lot of people before they, you know, it it's all depends on your drive though, because mm-hmm. it's it's gonna take a lot of work. But um, you know, uh, I I haven't we, I don't know exactly you know what my mom wants to do, but I, I'm thinking about just betting on myself and mm-hmm. getting it from the muscle. Okay, so. I respect it. I respect it, man. Well, we will be on the lookout, and family will uh, Marcus and I will be um, in contact with one another. So once that book is ready, or a preview is ready, or the ebook or the audio book is ready. Um, I will definitely let y'all know, definitely post it on Level Up, because I, I know that we're going to be working together here sure. uh, pretty soon, because, um, you know, I'm ready to start my speaking career. That's where I'm at. Um, anywho, it's not about me. So, Marcus, uh, last question, last serious question, um, and then we'll kind of wrap it up. Um, but as you know, so here at Level Up, just to give you like a synopsis of what we do, um, we are a creative playground, um, creative art studio slogan is the creative playground for the collaborative culture. Um, for me, my idea was like, you know, I went to school for media arts. I was always into dancing. I wanted to play football. I wanted to play basketball. Obviously my size and stuff didn't allow me to do those things. Um, so I moved here from Buffalo, New York, came, went to the art Institute, did my thing, didn't get a job at Disney. And I'm like, fuck. So I started doing mentoring. I'm like, yo, I had a mentor growing up. That's what got me to Pittsburgh without him. Like, uh, Leonard Lane, uh, fathers, if you're watching this, Lenny, I love you. Thank you for being in my life. Um, but yeah, man, I just wanted to give back. So I started volunteering with big brothers, big sisters. Next thing I know, one thing after another, I'm like, I become this teaching artist. I'm teaching dance and I'm doing mentoring and all this stuff. Um, and you know, my homies, Sean and Pat, like we were all kind of doing the same thing. I went to college with Pat 
Sean was actually one of my dance students. And I was like, this nigga's really good with money. He loves mm-hmm. dance. You know, and so I was like, yo, how would, you know, then asked him to join forces. And, um, you know, I was like, man, I wish we had a space because we just had a business plan. We didn't even have anything. I was like, I wish we had a space where we could do the things that we went to school for. We can mentor, but we can also share our love for dance and music, you know what I mean, and art um, in one space. And that's kind of how we came about. Um, and the goal was to be like that creative hub. I noticed a lot of like arts organizations that weren't specifically for youth of color and weren't specifically run by people of color or youth of color. And so one of the things that we do is, you know, almost everyone here that works here is of color. And we also hire our, our youth. Like we have a 15 year old producer, our assistant manager, uh, is 18 years old. You know, we got a a 19 year old dance instructor, you know what I'm saying? You know, most of our instructors other than myself are like under the age of 25 if i'm not mistaken like they're, you know everyone's really young and i wanted to cultivate that but with all that being said i just wanted to give you that so you knew what was really going on um with all that being said you know my goal is uh for this platform is to kind of show like hands-on face-to-face like pe- there are black people out here who have goals who have these amazing talents and skills that are um you know putting these amazing projects together um and so that's kind of what i wanted to use this platform for it's just like yo this is a representation of what black excellence looks like on a local level um and so my question is you know what for anyone out there that might want to be an entrepreneur that might want to play basketball professionally that might want to um you know start you know you know do real estate and start their own commune i don't know um what advice would you give to a young person that's out there um, watching, um, you know, who is aspiring to make their dreams come true. I would tell, I, I would tell the youth, or you know, anybody that um, if you have, you know, don't just say okay. Like for instance, where I'm from in Philly, there's just everybody every day popping up with their own clothing brand and. You know, just thinking thinking it's just that easy to have a brand. I'm just throw mm-hmm. uh, my saying on a shirt or whatever. Um, you know, if, you, if you're if you serious about whatever you want to do, basketball, if you want to be a lawyer, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to, uh, number one, have discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be willing to, especially as an entrepreneur, get 300, 400 no's, mm-hmm. but just know that that one opportunity could open up a door and it could change your life. Mm-hmm. So you have to be uh, self-driven, motivated, and I I, uh, I really believe in writing your goals down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you need to have a strategic plan how you're going to get there. Um, nothing's going to happen overnight, right. which I know you know that. And yes. this is, you know, when I first met you, this just motivated me because – I feel like in the communities where we come from, a lot of times, especially, you know, young black Americans, we come from communities where it's just like, you know, we're so gifted, but we're like, oh, mm-hmm. you got to play basketball, you got to right, play football. Right, right. We need more things like this. Right, right. So what I would just tell kids is that, you know, it's not going to be easy. I like, I don't sugarcoat mm-hmm. nothing. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be a lot of ups and downs. Embrace the journey. Don't just look at, oh, uh, you know, I want to make this money. Uh, you can ask anybody who who's a millionaire. Um, they'll tell you that if you're just trying to be rich mm-hmm. in whatever you're doing, you're not going to last because right. there's going to be a lot of ups and downs and trials and tribulations. There has to be something within you that's really making you passionate about what you're doing. Right, right. Um, that love is going to help you to keep going. But, you know, just those things, you know, um, you know, you got to have discipline. 
you got to be able to turn down going out with your friends some nights and, mm-hmm. and if you want to you know be an artist get in the studio mm-hmm. get a dictionary you know uh dictionary start looking up words mm-hmm. get your vocabulary right mm-hmm. study what the people have done before you You have to be really serious about your craft right. it can't be a hobby so you know you got to dedicate a lot of time like i said you know discipline um you have to have that motivation and love you know write your goals down and and embrace the journey Embrace it. Embrace the good times and the bad times. Yes, because it's all, you're going to look back and be like, man, I I did it. Made it. You remember that one time when, no, I'm joking. Anywho, well, family, uh, thank you so much, everybody who has joined us here on uh, the live podcast and also anyone who's listening to this on Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, iTunes, or any of that, uh, any of those platforms. Um, We definitely appreciate, um, you know, y'all as an audience so thank you very very much and uh once again i want to give a special uh thank you to my guest here uh marcus glover uh for sharing um you know his story with us and just everything he's doing i think it's incredible um and i can't wait to you know talk to you more and see like how we can really make something happen and and, and benefit each other um but before we go um i guess the last thing um if you could just let the people know where they can find you your youtube uh, ig facebook wherever wherever, uh you are on the interwebs my uh, Instagram handle is Marcus Glover Twelve. Um, uh, Facebook Marcus Jalen Glover. Uh, Twitter uh, should be Marcus Glover Twelve. Um, YouTube channel Marcus Glo- Marcus Glover. So pretty much just type in my name. You'll see a picture of me. It'll pop up, and um, you know that's how you can get to me. And I really appreciate this today. No doubt, uh, no doubt. You know, shout out to Level Up. They're doing big things. We're going to definitely collab. Yes, I already, yes. you know, as soon as we it. get off here, I got some stuff I want to <laughs> ask you about anyway. I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're ready. So, right. you know, let's get it in. You know, appreciate it, brother. Hey, no doubt, brother. Thank you. All right, family. Well, uh, this is it. You are here at the Level Up Podcast. It is your boy, Mario Quinn. And again, thank you so much for tuning in episode 20 of the Level Up Podcast. Peace. One, two, oh.